Should you be upselling? Can you be upselling? How to do it? What the heck is it? And, and why is it important for your tile installation business? These are just a few of the subjects we are going to cover today. Hello, tile friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about the business of being a tile contractor. Tile money is strengthening the tile industry. We're doing this with our education designed for tile contractors by tile contractors. This is helping tile contractors to build sustainable, profitable businesses. This is good for you. It's good for the industry. It's good for the installer up. All right, Tile Friends, thanks for joining me today. We've got a solo episode today. I want to talk to you about one of the requested subjects from one of our patrons. You can become a, month, a monthly supporter of this podcast uh, by visiting our Patreon page, uh, by visiting our website or the link wherever you're watching or listening to this. Uh, before we get started on this subject of upselling uh, and how to do it, when to do it, and why you should be doing it, why you should care, I do want to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are giving back to you, the tile installers out there. They see a need. They see that uh, some of us are, are, are out there suffering. We're not charging what we should. And they said, hey, Tile Money is addressing this. Tile Money is helping. And we want to support Tile Money. And, and by extension, we want to support the tile installers out there in the field. So the NTCA, the National Tile Contractors Association, Lay Decree International, Go Board, Happy Tile Guy, where you can get your, your websites made. And of course, I want to... Give a special thank you to all you individual patrons who are supporting us uh, on a month by month basis. Your contributions mean a lot to me, and uh, together we're able to continue to change an industry. All right, so let's uh, let's get started with today's subject. And by the way, uh, thanks for being here, watching uh, watching this live, and helping me record another episode of the Tile Money Podcast. If you have thoughts or questions, feel free to put them up in the comments wherever you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook. And I would love to hear about different things that you are upselling out there. Uh, I'm going to talk about, I think I have about nine or ten of these uh, little things that you could be upselling, but I'd love to identify more so if, you, if you're doing something that I don't mention, go ahead and, and mention that in the comment section, and we will have a good discussion. If you want to ask a question, go ahead and do that. Um, all right, let's go. Let's do it. All right, let's get to it. So listen, guys. Um, so what is upselling, first of all? So it's simply put a sales technique that you want to uh, invite the customer to purchase more expensive items or upgrades, Right add-ons, add-ons to the project that can help generate more revenue and, and really more profit. They're a really nice way to generate peer profit. And, and we're going to talk a little bit later about the mindset and, and how to do this with uh, ethics and, and how to do this comfortably so that, you, so that you're not uncomfortable, you're not you know, too overly salesy. I know that can be an issue at times. So we're going to talk about all that stuff. We're going to talk about... Um, you know, some tools that you can utilize to do this when you're selling your jobs. And really what you're attempting to do here is get your client the, what they want and have the best outcome for both them as well as you, the contractor, right? That's what it's all about. You want to think about them first. So, so let's get into it here. I have nine or 10 ideas for you that you can be selling. And one of the one they kind of all fall under this category of good, better, best options, and we see this a lot. You know, uh, even when you go shopping for uh, you know different like paints, for instance, you can get the good paint, the better paint, or the best paint, and, and we see this across all industries, really, don't we? So whenever we're thinking about this, it's really you're, you're putting together a package, and and there's different times when a customer might just want the good option. Remember, there's nothing wrong with the good option. But for instance, if you're selling a third bathroom shower to uh, an older couple who just needs it updated and they don't use that shower, it gets used once or twice a year over the holidays, they might be satisfied with the good option. 
Now, on, on the flip side, if this is a one or two bathroom shower and they have four or six kids and that shower is getting used several times a day, they're going to uh, be a good candidate for the better or the best option because obviously they're going to want, you know, uh, length, you know, long, long time. Uh, they're going to want a superior product because they understand and know and probably have experienced the issues that come with just having an inferior product in that shower, like uh, mildew uh, buildup and, and things of this nature. So that's a good thing to keep in mind is, is you want to stage all your offerings or most of them will fall under this category as good, better, and, and best options. So for instance, when it comes to uh, grouts, you can say, well, we have the standard grout that we offer, and that is, you know, cement-based grout with water. Things are going good, bro. Thanks for being here. And we have the upgraded grout option, which would be like a permacolor select from Latacrete, where it's a, a two-part grout, and it has advanced technology to, uh, like, microband to fight mildew. It also has a sealer built in. It has a, a, probably a better warranty um, I guess I should have researched that. And, and then the epoxy or the, or the Spectralock 1, which is an advanced best grout you could, you could have in a, in a tile scenario. In fact, the Spectralock 1 dries harder than epoxy grout. So you can really sell it as an epoxy grout or, or really the best option. You can explain that with their literature and you want to utilize um, all, all your manufacturer's literature and, and the way they sell. Now, other things you can upsell would be like designer trims. Um, you know, when people are building a bathroom, a lot of times they're going to pick their, their plumbing trims and, and you can offer this to match. Say we, we come in a variety of colors when it comes to edging or, you know, uh, tile edging, uh, drains, all these accessory shelves. And you can simply say we can match anything you want. Um, we have the basic option here, we have the better option, and, and then we have the premium products over here. Um, so you would want to make sure that they're aware of, of these things. Floor heat is a huge upsell, and this is something that, uh, like Phil Green said earlier in one of his comments in the Facebook group, I don't see it here, but he said floor heat is, is one of those things that people who buy it, you know, they... He's never heard anybody said, oh, we're so we're so sad that we bought that floor heat. That was a waste. He's never heard anybody say that. But he has heard people say, oh, we wish we knew about that floor heat because we would have installed it. So just having that offering of, hey, did you know we can we can do some floor heat, you know, in this bathroom floor, in your shower and your shower bench etc. And, and you can use again, you know, I'm going to say that you can use the manufacturer's um, packaging and, and, uh, and advertising in this, they've done a lot of work when it comes to putting this type of stuff together. So for instance, I'm going to share my screen here. If you're watch, if you're listening to this, you, you can go uh, on YouTube or, or, and check, check this out. I'm going to share a few pictures today. The Stratoheat Thermal Pack from from Latacrete. Now you can see I've sold this. I've sold this to customers just by using this packaging that this, the way they're advertising this, I show them this picture here and it just makes sense. This is a thin set additive. And you can say, look, look at this, you know, without the additive, you have, uh, it, you know, and this would be someone who has chosen to install floor heat and now you can upsell them this thermal pack. So there's lots of there's upsells within upsells. The riches are in the niches, as we like to say here. And you can say, look, we add this additive, and and your floor heat, uh, it it um, it, it's going to go further. In other words, uh, you can see right here the visual aid <laughs> doing a much better job explaining this than I am. Um, I. I thought I could read this, but I can't read it. But essentially what it does is it connects the heating, the heating, uh, 
you know, with, with the additive and, and I'm doing a poor job selling this right now, but see, that's, that's the point. It's a great point because, um, with, with the printed out brochure, or if you want to use online and have this ready to sell, you can sell this. And, and the picture really is worth a thousand words here, <laughs> but it, that's what I mean when I say, you know, go ahead and utilize the uh, the manufacturer's presentations and their advertisements, um, and, and help you sell because you're in you know in a million years you're probably not going to put together a presentation as as well thought out as a company like Laidacrete put it together, and that's why they put that great picture there to explain exactly what this is doing um, and how this works. Now, when it comes to uh, floor heat as well. There's another upsell that I just learned about here earlier this week, in fact, and that's called Luxstat Thermostat Covers. Let me share this page with you here. And all it, all it is is simply uh, a cover for your thermostats, and, and they make them for uh, um, a bunch of different companies. They make them in different colors, different finishes, satin, polished, etc., and you can see right away that the difference that this makes. It's here we have a picture of a black thermostat cover that goes over the the plastic, and it, it would match. You know, let's say they had a black towel bar there or a satin um, polish. And you can simply go to luxstat.com to look into this. It's a new product, uh, fairly new on the market, new to me, anyways. And and so you know that would be another thing to have in your back pocket. To upsell, and it's little things like this that are going to make your your client comfortable. It's going to make an impression on their mind that you do have every everything that they want and more. I mean, it's a good thing to have more than they want. All right, we've got a Facebook user who commented. Now, when it comes to layouts, you have the stacked running bond herringbone herringbone three easy upsell options for rectangular tile. It's very true, you know, with, with the layouts, um, if they want a certain design, that is, that's always going to be more money. And, and of course, you can offer this. I saw a great post, I think, in Global Tile Posse yesterday. The, the tile installer was working with a designer and they had, um, I guess it was like a cement tile and, and it had a blue, basically four tiles made a circle. And, and he came up with another design and he was showing that to his client. Hey, look at this. So that might not necessarily be an upsell, but you get the point. You can upsell different things. Uh, Giuseppe, yes, miters are an upsell for sure. Um, trim options. Do you want the miter? Do you want the bull nose? What is going to be easier for you? What is going to be harder? I, um, Jamin said earlier that he uh, he doesn't try to upsell because he wants less work. So <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the way you want to roll as well. And then Giuseppe also follows up with curbless showers, something I didn't think about. Thank you for that as well. Um, all these things are easy upsells. So uh, designer trims, floor heat. Let's see, what, did, what else? Are, where are we at? We're at number... We're at number five. Okay, warranties. Warranties to upsell the, the job. For instance, if you're doing a shower... Uh, or whatever tile you're installing, really, you can uh, pass on the manufacturer warranty. And if you're working with Laidacrete or any of the companies, you can get them to write up a, a warranty specific to your client with their name on it, et cetera, et cetera. And you can offer them, do you want a 10-year warranty? We've got the 25-year or the lifetime warranty package. And, and this is an easy upsell. Um, it's up to them. What, what, you know, what sounds best to you? What suits your lifestyle, et cetera, et cetera. Mosaics. How about mosaics? I'm curious to know if any of you are offering mosaics to your clients, making them uh, aware that these, this is an option that, that you can get a hold of. Now, even if you're like myself and, and wouldn't consider yourself a mosaic artist, you can partner with somebody like Angie, um, uh, some other of these mosaic artists out there who are 
creating custom mosaics, hand handmade mosaics. And what I like to do is get two or three of them and save their photos in a file. I'm going to show you how to do that here in a, in a little bit. But I, I like to save their different styles because each artist, of course, has a different style. For instance, uh, Nadine out of Washington has a completely different style than uh, Angie or even uh, Joshua Nordstrom. And now some of these mosaic artists, are, are, I was on the NTCA Mosaic uh, Artists Roundtable, uh, what was it, Friday night? Some, uh, well, no, it would have been Wednesday night maybe. Today's Friday. Uh, week check here. <laughs> and, and some of these artists are going to be able to uh, package you their mosaics and send them to them to you, and then you install them. And, and others are going to want to travel to you. So, for instance, if you showed somebody some of uh, Joshua Nordstrom's work, where he has a, a, a very large mosaic octopus in the shower, we all know, or the, the whales on the bottom of the pool. Um, you can still sell this job. Joshua's willing to travel and install his work and do work on site, do some work off site. You can still sell the fact that you're bringing in uh, renowned nationwide uh, artists to this job. And that would be a very premium product, in, in my opinion. Um, now, here's something. Yeah, so a Facebook user, I, I don't know your name here. Uh, we include all the things you mentioned as standard. Um, so I, I think, you know, it, let me, can you expound on this? Because I think what you're saying is we always mention these things. Um, I, you know, I hope you're not giving these things away because to me, standard, like let's just talk about showers. A standard shower would be a functional shower. It gets the job done. You can get scrubbed up. You can get clean. It's waterproof. It's going to work. That is your standard shower. That is all any human needs. So when you talk about, you know, now it if you mean it is our standard to offer these upsells, then great. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Make it your standard to make each client know and aware of, hey, we offer curbless showers, we offer uh, trim, you know, uh, designer trim, we offer heat, we offer all these things. And then another Facebook user uh, says, we are, our upsell is HEPAVACs or air scrubbers for the demo. You know, I was thinking about that today as well. And see, in my mind, that would be standard. That would be like, well, <laughs> if the home is furnished, we that's part of the that's part of the sales console. Is look, this is what we do. I mean, I don't think you know. I mean, you. I guess you could. You can upsell. You can do whatever you want. But I, I you know, for me, that was just built into the package. That was part of my. If I was doing demo, I'm going to bring my HEPA back. I do have something else here uh, in, in my notes here that would be um, an upsell. We only do it one way. I, you know, I like this as well. That's fine. Um, I, I've known people who only offer epoxy grout. For instance, Sean does this. I believe uh, I've had other friends who only offer one style of grout. That's a great, that's, that's fine. You know what, if that works for you, but do you always build the same shower? You don't always build the same shower. I mean, what if people want a niche? What if they don't want a niche? You know, Aren't you going to charge more to build a wall-to-wall -wall niche than you would a shelf? I mean, that's just, you know, I, I mean, you're not building the same shower over and over. So I, I don't, you know, I have to raise a little bit of issue with this comment that we always only do it one way. All right. So the standard comment, yes, it's standard for all clients. So again, I mean, I, I don't know what that means. Um, you know, you, like I'm saying, you have your base package. Like for me, it would be, yeah, it's standard. We use a HEPA, a HEPA filter vacuum on every demo. I mean, that's, that's standard and, and we charge for it. Of course, you're going to charge extra for it, but you're not going to, you're not going to not use that because that's just going to make more work for you. So I, I I'm not a hundred percent sure what's, you know, what, what this comment, uh, Mike Cox from, uh, Dallas. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that comment. Um, I'm, I'm just not sure you know, again, what, what you mean, um, as you know, we only do things one way it's standard, um, as a starting point. Sure. Sure. But, but you're offering, you're offering money on the table. Like Lee Calloway says here, I offer design upgrades on every single job. And that's exactly what we're talking about here today. Make sure that you're offering these design upgrades, these architectural enhancements to your clients. Um, 
So we talked about the mosaics, you know, that would, you know, that's definitely something that wouldn't, you know, Mike, I'm curious, wouldn't you want each one of your clients to know, Hey, if you want a mosaic, we can offer a mosaic. Um, you know, it's not standard. It's an upsell. If you want floor heat, I mean, I don't think that's standard. Maybe it is. Maybe floor heats in every single job. All right. (laughs) I'll lay off your mic. So glass shower doors, glass shower doors is something that you can partner with the glass company. And you can really be selling these yourself and subcontracting out to your partner, um, who is the glass installer. And there are good, better, and best options for glass shower doors. And you should be making money every time you sell a glass shower door. You shouldn't, uh, you know, depending on how how your company is set up, if you're a tile contractor, you shouldn't be installing uh, shower doors unless if you're like a general contractor, remodel contractor. Uh, I, I can share a story about that. Um, I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit. Uh, better lighting. How about this one? Uh, partnering with an electrician and really understanding and g- gathering some nice quality photos of different lighting options. Let's say for under the backsplash or even in the kitchen um, or even in a shower, you know, different lighting and, and vent options. And you can upsell this. You can ups, you can sell this to a client. Hey, look, we're going to move. Would you like, would you like to move your lighting under? And, and then while we're at it, most electricians are pretty good at this and saying, we can also move your, your, your outlets, your electrical outlets under here. That's going to make your job easier. It's going to come at a premium. You can charge more and it'll actually take you less work because you're, you're making a, a little bit of profit on, on all of these things. When you sell something like this, make sure that you have a good understanding and a good relationship with your electrician, glass guy, whoever, to understand that you're you're going to uh, receive a commission for the sale, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now, how about trash removal? This is something somebody said with the HEPAVACs. You know, I would think that would be standard. I've worked with companies before who leave the trash in the in the person's front yard. And when I was coming up as an apprentice, I always thought that was like, you know, just not right. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. I mean, basically, you can say, okay. I'm not a trash removal service, but we provide that option. And then if it's a large job, you provide, uh, perhaps you, you own a, a dump trailer, a trash trailer, or perhaps you organize and um, schedule um, an on-site dumpster to be there the whole week of, of tear out or the whole job. And this is a service you provide. Say it costs you 300 bucks to have a, a dump trailer there for the week. You charge 500. It's an upsell. It's a little bit of extra profit. And that's how you maximize your profits on all these jobs. Trash removal. So those are, those are the things I came up with. And, and I'm, I'm happy that you guys are, are, um, are with me today and, and talking about some of these other things like miters, curbless, you know, it, it really goes on and on. I would say, you know, get, Get this list up to um, a dozen or a couple dozen things that you offer and, and let your clients know. Um, and so when is the right time to do this? I would love to get some of your thoughts on this. Um, if you're still with us here, Lee, uh, if you're still with us, uh, uh, Giuseppe, um, when are you guys upselling? Because I thought, you know, when you really want to upsell, in my opinion, would be during the initial in-person sales meeting. You want to present them with all of their options, and this is after you have qualified them over the phone that they are your your client. You've given them a price range of, of your typical showers or whatever it is you're they're calling you about a backsplash, whatever, and you head out to their house. You're 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 ninety nine percent sure they're your client, right? And you head out to the house and you're going to give them a presentation. And I'm going to show you uh, one idea on how you can do that. Yeah, Salvatore says, I usually include all options in my bid. So there's room for upgrades, right? And that's what we're talking about. Lee says day one, the very first day, he's going to give them all of their options. And so I, I love these answers. I think this is the best way to do it, you know, on that initial consultation. Uh, it it doesn't, it, it would be, you know, very transparent. You're not trying to sneak some of these things in. Although I can share some stories where I didn't sneak them in. I just forgot to mention them because I wasn't organized. And so the, the point I'm trying to get at and trying to encourage you guys is to be organized with these upsells, with these options, have a system in place to where, 
you're mentioning uh, several of these options, uh, all of these options. It's in an email. It's, it's in your slideshow presentation on that initial consult. You know, you really want to make sure that you have a system. Oh, great. This, this Facebook user says, I shinfoo them first before I go out. Shinfoo is a, a method from the Tom Reber contractor fight and and, um, essentially it's a sales method i'm not going to go too much into it you can research tom reber and the contractor fight great guy uh, great you know uh, i know adam kofers in the group and and has has done some training with uh, with uh with tom and and speaks highly uh, of the results he's getting with the shin fu method so you might want to get your shin fu on (laughs) so you know one of the things i've done before is i forgot I've forgotten to mention certain things. I remember this one job. I mean, it, it was like 60% done. And they, they were really particular clients um, about this job. They, we, it was a retro job, uh, all Dell tile. They even ordered the old retro soap dishes. In other words, they wanted to keep the theme of the house. They didn't want to, you know, it, it was a little bit more modern, but they wanted to keep the retro theme going um, here or there in the, on the central coast of California. And they were very particular people about everything. Uh, everything was very well thought out. It, it was a um, uh, it was a good job. But I forgot to mention that. And and these are the type of people when they're particular, they want things a certain way. These are your ideal clients that you do want to make sure you're mentioning all the upgrades because they are the type of people who will pay. I mentioned the epoxy grout. He said, "Do it." He said, do it, Luke. He didn't even ask me for a price. He's like, yes, of course I want epoxy grout after I explained what it was. And like I'm saying, I mean, this was like, you know, six days into a 10-day job. And I still upsold the job. And and um, it, it's always great when you can do that. Um, it's not. It probably wasn't the best way to go about it like we're talking about here. But if you forget to mention something and you're getting to know these clients day, a few days into the job, there's nothing wrong with saying, hey, did I mention this? You know, I'm, I'm going over the job and I see you like things a certain way. You know, did I mention to you that we could, off, we could do epoxy grout in here? Did I mention to you that we could um, upgrade certain things, you know? All right. Lee says, the more... You, the more you offer, the more qualified you appear. Exactly. Your vast knowledge says a lot. This is, this is the point I'm, th- that I'm really glad you brought this out, Lee. I was thinking about this as well when I was preparing this. And I thought, you know, these people, they want to know their options. They, if you're going up against two other contractors, let's say they're getting the traditional three bids, and you're 50, 60, sometimes 100% higher than the other two guys. But the other two contractors... They come in there with your typical stuff, and they're they're brief. Uh, they don't ask a lot of questions. They don't, excuse me. They don't get to know the client, and they don't offer any upgrades. They don't really talk about the products they're going to use. They don't talk about the system warranties. You come in there with your with your well thought out presentation. You spend a full hour or whatever it takes. And you give them all their options. You're gonna you're gonna appear like the professional that you are. You really are. This Facebook user says, I offer upgrades with the manufacturer's accompanying warranty enhancements. Perfect, perfect on setting materials. Exactly. That's the good, better, best model right there. Now, um, yeah. Oh, so, so when you're inside, when you're doing the job like I was and, and you sell something, you're going to want to, uh, that's called a change order, right? The job changed. All right. Have your paperwork ready at all times. Have your change order paperwork. This is one thing that I would definitely recommend having printed out in your truck, your temporary office, right, on the job site every single day. That way, when a client comes up to you, asks you for something, you say, yes, I can do that. You, you clean up, you stop everything, you say, I'm going to get the paperwork. Now they know it's not free. It's not free, right? You're going to you're going to spend a few minutes. You're going to say, okay, this is going to be an extra $500. This is going to be an extra whatever, they're going to say, oh, okay. And they'll either sign it right then and there and you're free and clear. You don't have to worry about getting paid. They sign the change order and you're good to go. This is really something I stress. Um, you know, I want to stress, you know, having implementing contracts and, and really implementing change order paperwork for doing this. All right. So how 
to do this. I want to give you guys a couple tools that, that will help you do this. Uh, before we do that, we do have some comments I, I, I would like to address. Make sure I'm not forgetting anybody here. Yeah, Salvatore says, I always put everything in writing. Perfect, perfect. Lee says, you can easily turn a two-week project into four weeks. You're exactly right, Lee. And while this could be frustrating, you could also um, view it as profit in the bank, money in the bank. I mean, you're there, you're working. If you have crews, you need to you need to be um, doing this. If you have crews, you're you're always wanting to you know uh, look for opportunities to make more money with the same clients who already love, know, and respect you. They already want you there, and so what you're what you're doing is you look. We all know the return client is the best client, so you're looking for that return client, but you're also looking to you know maybe add a couple days or a few weeks into the job, you know. Build a portfolio, exactly. And that's what I'm going to show you right now. People love options, especially when it's personalized for their taste. I love that. Now, with some of these tools, um, I already mentioned utilizing the manufacturer's tools that they sell to us. I mean, these manufacturers like Ladacrete, uh, Luxstat, you know, any of the manufacturers that we're using GoBoard, they're putting together their, they have a whole team putting together their sales ads inside the tile letter, inside, you know, the, the tile letter uh, email, you know, the virtual one, all these different things um, that you see. And so one tool that I really like to use is Pinterest because if you're surfing the internet and you open up this uh, tile letter, you know, virtual magazine and you see an ad, you can pin it. You can pin it on your board and and, and you can call it uh, accessories or, you know, whatever. And then you can share this with all your clients. Um, and I've made a board here real quick. I haven't used Pinterest in, in a little bit, but um, I, I got on here this morning and, uh-oh. All right, we had a just a little freeze there, but we're, it looks like we're back. I got on here this morning just to give you some visual aids here of um, of this Pinterest. I'm I'm curious to know. Let me know if you guys use Pinterest in your sales and marketing. For instance, here this isn't the greatest picture. I was kind of in a hurry doing it, but here we have you know um, some under uh, under lights, you know, and this is obviously kind of a a cheaper job, but you know it's it's. It's showcasing that we can move the outlets up under the cabinet. Um, you know, I put some great cabinet lighting in here. Uh, you know, under cabinet lighting, I should say, makes the world of the difference. Look at this. They even have the under under the upper cabinets, but also under the lower cabinet lighting. And these are all things that together with an electrician um, and a lighting expert, you can be upselling. I, I actually interviewed a lighting expert yesterday, Cameron, and she was telling me about different things. And, and, and she's, you know, kind of fused a, a new business together with a tile installer. Now, I've just thrown this together real quick here, but I would categorize this between bathrooms, kitchens, backsplashes, floors, mosaics, all the things we're talking about really, um, you know, really for a nice presentation. Now, here, here you, you know, I, I probably wouldn't use this exact picture, but it was a frameless door, a frameless, or excuse me, a framed in glass door that I found. So you can offer them, well, this is the good option. This is, you know, it's going to be, it's going to work. It gets the job done, right? But then you have all these different variables. I mean, look at this one, frosted glass. It's a half, um, half glass, you know, no door on there. You have frameless options. You have obviously different uh, grades of, um, of glass doors here, different grades of glass. So you, you really want to know a little bit about what you're offering. I mean, look at this one right here. And people will choose what they want. And then you just, you know, you're offering them everything they want. And, and with this one, gold, gold is really hot right now. And then with, with the mosaics and stuff, you can offer them little things like this one, you know, ah, do you want a little accent mosaic on your shower floor or your shower walls? Just something real small. We've got some turtles in there. We've got some different um, colored glass, you know, right in the corner there. Um, and then you could offer them all the way up to something like this turtle where you could see Angie uh, could, could design it and make and ship this out to you. And you, it could be a beautiful relationship. Um, you know, you might as well use all these tools that we have at our disposal. 
And then the, the good, the, the starter package for a shower shelf should be a shower shelf, not a niche. Don't start them out on a niche. Make sure they know that for $150, you can get a shelf or whatever it is you're going to, you know, if you're buying these things for 60, 75 bucks, you know, you, you've got a little bit of time. There's not really much time. So what you're, what you're really doing is you're making your money on the markup on a shelf and then all the way up to different niches. And, and you make sure that they understand you can have, um, Look at this one, a corner wraparound niche. This is a terrible tile job, but you can have a corner wraparound niche right in the corner. You can have a wall-to-wall niche. You know, look at this shower right here. Now you have your wall-to-wall niche right there, and you've got a shower bench. This is this looks like a regular standard five-foot shower, but they've got an 18-inch, uh, you know, 16-inch bench in there. And all this is upsells. I mean, the glass is going to be cost more money, more profit for you, more, you know, more upcharge. Um, they've got the bench, you know, more work, more money, upsell. Uh, you've got all, you know, some really cool stuff going on in, in this one. And so you want to utilize uh, something like this Pinterest. And I was talking with Cameron yesterday, and she was mentioning that what she does with her Pinterest is she makes, uh, before and afters, and she she makes it so that uh, she's walking them through essentially the time she meets a client, uh, their Pinterest picks. So she she gathers what they've said. Oh, this is what we like. And then she gathers, you know, all under one client folder, uh, her design, you know, her virtual design, and then she gathers the you know the outcome, and, and that way she can walk a client through um, the beginning stages with that pink or yellow bathtub, all the way through that client's choice picks and and then her design that they approve and then the finished outcome. This is a beautiful way to sell a job. She says when she does this, she they they stop looking for other tile contractors and they know that she's the one that will deliver exactly what they want because she's done it. She has the social proof. She's organized. She's gathered it on a tool uh, which she uses Pinterest for. You might want to do another tool. I don't know. You might want to use a, an iPad or a laptop, laptop and, and just gather these into folders if that's easier for you. Yep, this Facebook user says use both Pinterest and House. Uh, House will present a little more professional and more capability for working with your clients. Uh, thank you for mentioning this House as well. These are both searchable. These are both Google searchable. They come up when people are searching, uh, you know, um, Bradenton shower, you know, sh- tile showers. If, you, if you're putting a lot of products and a lot of pins together with these key words, people are going to be able to find you. Houses the same way. Houses is a great product. These are free tools, by the way. These are free tools. There's no reason to pay for this stuff. Um, unless, unless that's something you want to do, but if you want to do it free and, um, so you can organize it, you can put it together, you can utilize these virtual tools. You could utilize some other tools. I'm going to, I'm going to show you as in a minute here, and this is really the way you do it in that non salesy way. You don't want to be pushy with this. Your mindset really, like I mentioned on the outset, was to be to provide your client each and every client with the very best outcome for them as well as you you want to give them something that they will be proud of something that they you know it's an it's a finish it's finish work so if they if they find out later they could have had floor heat or they could have had gold trim to match their you know bathroom uh, plumbing fixtures or they could have had a curbless shower and they're going to, st- you know, stub their toe or whatever. Every time they're going to, you know, they're going to be a little bit upset with you. They're going to, they're going to think, ah, that guy didn't, Luke, didn't give me my options, man. Like he didn't even give me my options. I found them out after the fact. It's not going to be great. So, you know, it's, it's the mindset that I really want you to change. If you're struggling with this mindset of, I only do things one way. I only offer a good shower. All my showers are good. You know, I, I really want you to change and challenge yourself to really have this mindset of, well, what, it, what we really do as a contractor and as a business owner is provide our clients with all the options. It's up to them if they want a $5,000 shower or a $10,000 shower or a $20,000 steam room. It is up to them. I mean, why limit them? 
you know, it reminds me of the Starbucks story. I don't know if you've heard of the Starbucks story. I've shared it in a different earlier podcasts before. Starbucks, you know, is is known for what? $5 lattes, right? Two, two or $3 coffees, depending on where you are. You know, it might be a $6 coffee if you're downtown San Francisco, just a regular coffee. They're known for, you know, fairly expensive coffees, but really their average customer is going to spend less than $10. Their average customer is going to spend, you know, six, seven, eight dollars per transaction. They might get a coffee in a bar or a, or a donut or, you know, a muffin or whatever they're offering. And they always have these upsells. But Starbucks, and a lot of businesses do this. They have premium shelf products inside their store. They have like a $2,000 or a $2,500 espresso machine on display in every single one of their stores. Now, they know that 99% of the customers, clients you know, that go to Starbucks are not going to buy a $2,500 espresso machine. So what the heck is it even doing there? Well, they know that one out of a hundred or whatever the math is, they have it, you know, I used to know the first time I told this story, I did know the math and they know that a percentage, even if it's a small percentage, Starbucks has a lot of clients. You have a lot of clients. Some of you have 40, 50 clients a year. So even if, even if uh, 1% of, of your 50 clients a, a year, you know, that's half a client. <laughs> But even if, even if you upsell one job and you turn a $5,000 shower into a $15,000 steam shower, I mean, don't you think that's incredible? And that's what they're doing, Starbucks, with this espresso machine. They know they're going to sell about one of these a week or one of these a month. I forget what the stats were per store. So it's a huge freaking deal. It's a big deal. And uh, shopping stores do this as well. Um, you know, shopping, you know, let's say, you know, they put, uh, we have a dozen eggs on sale for $1.99. Well, they know you're not going to go in there and, and just buy that $1.99 eggs and get out of there. You're going to go in, in there and buy the $1.99 dozen eggs. You're also going to buy about $50 to $100 worth of other junk. And then right up at the teller, they're going to sell you on some some stupid glossy magazines. They're going to sell you on bubble gum. They're going to get your kids' attention with the chocolates and the toys right up front, right by the check. They're selling you on your way out of the store with a 50 cent uh, gumball machine or a dollar toy machine or, you know, the, the two, I think it's two, two dollars now where, you know, the grabber machine, whatever the case is, they're selling you as you're leaving the store after you've already made your purchase. They know that a good percentage of you will continue to buy. You have got to change your mindset and think like this, Tile friends. You have got to do this. Now, Another idea that I'm going to throw out here, and we're, we're coming up on 45 minutes, so I've got you know just 10, 15 more minutes here, and then I'm, I'm going to let you guys get on with your day. Thank you for joining me and being here with me, by the way. And uh, this will come out as a regular podcast episode, I think, next Tuesday. Another idea, and I'm going to do a throwback here, and it's going to sound a little funny, and I've talked about this before, so maybe, maybe you know what I'm about to say. <clears throat> I I got something kind of really interesting in the mail just last week, and I, I've been dying to share it with you guys, and I'm I'm going to share it with you now. Another idea that actually is working more and more, more and more better is that a is that how you say that? No, it, that's working uh, really good right now is using people's mailbox, the good old United States Postal Service, right? Because we're getting less and less mail in there. We're even there's not as much junk mail as we used to get. Even so, when when somebody gets something, uh, especially if it's like a bulky package, like a oh man, it's exciting. It feels like Christmas morning or whatever. Which leads me to this magazine I got from all. Look at this. I mean, okay, you might not even notice. It says "Joy Delivered" on the front, and it's obviously a holiday thing. They don't have a lot of advertising, but right on the front, you can see the Amazon logo on these boxes, and then up here. It does say uh, holiday wish book is here. Amazon's, uh, Amazon's holiday wish book is here. Have any of you guys seen this? It is designed for my daughter. She's four years old. Start your adventure here. Make a list. Check it twice. She can write it down. You know, she's four, so she's not going to be writing down. But she can take a pen and paper, and I actually told her to do this, and she can circle the toys that she wants. This is just genius. I mean, this is just brilliant, brilliant marketing. 
they're they're going after our kids now. Amazon is the is the richest, you know, the wealthiest, you know, corporation, wealthiest wealthiest man in the world right now, and he's sending magazines, old-fashioned magazines to your house in your mailbox. So I want you to think outside the box. If you really want to make an impression on on your client base, I want you to think like this. Imitate Jeff Bezos. I mean, the richest guy in the world. Why not give it a shot, eh? I mean, what the heck? <laughs> you know, um, I'm, I'm going to mess up your name. Uh, Minor, Minor. Uh, Fuentes, I think I got the last name right. You need a tile focal wall. I think you're right. I would love to get a tile focal wall. I, at, at one point, I am going to, uh, I think I'm going to commission Angie uh, myself to to do a, a custom tile money mosaic um, as soon as I get into a more permanent housing situation. But, uh, but listen, <clears throat> get yourself a physical tile newsletter. Your company, you know, whatever your company's name is, uh, Lee Calliwart Designs, uh, or, or excuse me, Dragonfly Designs, I believe, is, is Lee's company. You know, physical newsletter. Now, you don't need to send this to all of your clients. Lee's been in business a bunch of years. Pick if Lee picked a hundred of his best clients over the years, his 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 best best clients, the guys, the people who spend the most money with him, and he went over here to. Uh, to like vistaprint.com he can design himself you know a, a brochure and in this annual brochure he could do it during christmas he could do it during new year's you know whatever he could do it twice a year for this price um you can do a three to you know three to four page brochure you can do a bigger one like the one i just showed you you can simply put in there your, you know, your branding, your message, your values, but really what you're doing is you're, you might give them a little update about your company, you know, some, some little bit, you know, like, oh, we have some new hires, uh, we had a child, you know, uh, our employee had a child, you know, our employee became a CTI, some little piece of, of good news. Maybe you did a charity project in your local town. You want to highlight that. But what you also want to do is you also want to put a shopping list in there. You want to give them the latest. We all know that around this time of year, um, you know, at TSP here, coming up here next week, Total Solutions Plus, I would, I would highly recommend checking this out. It's all virtual this year. So uh, if you don't, normally go this would be a good time to go to total solutions plus virtual but we all know that they come out with new products all these manufacturers are going to release new products so what you're going to do is you're going to gather the the new products that 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 excites you from the companies you know and use and like and trust and you're going to put them in your uh, your little brochure, your little brochure. And you're going to say, look at these new tile products. You're, you really want to make this about tile news and make it a little exciting. You might want to do a, um, a quarterly brochure and you might want to make it about local news. Say you're in a community, uh, a family community. You want to put some, and you can do this by email too, but I'm really jazzed right now about the physical mailers. I think your your money's going to be well spent if you commit to this. You can put little details in there. Did you know about this event for kids and families that's coming up? We just, you know, attended this event. We've got these events coming up in the next three months, right? Little things like this. Make it about the people and then, you know, do a little bit of advertising in there. Do a little bit of selling. Not the whole thing, but a little bit in there. And then you can say, find out more, and you could actually develop. You could, you could do updates on your website. Tile Coach, what's up, Isaac? Good to see you, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate your support. Thanks for being here. All right, guys, we're winding down the time here. So if you have any, any comments that you want to talk about, go ahead and put them up in the comment um, the comment section, wherever you're watching this, YouTube, like Isaac, or Facebook, like Lee. I did want to talk about some one last thing here, and it's kind of a new feature that I thought of, and I'd like to know your thoughts on this, especially for those of you who listen to the podcast every single week. Maybe you're not in the Facebook group. I thought, well, let's do a, a monthly Facebook a post of the month, right? Or, or we could do post of the week, a really interesting post. Facebook's lets me, Facebook's. Facebook lets me know what post is the most popular in a, in a 30-day span. So this, this is the one. Corbin Michael put it up 
October 12th, and it, it was very popular. It got um, seen over 3,000 times, well over 3,000 times. It had close to 200 comments. And what Corbin was talking about here was it was an update on a status, uh, I guess a prior post, which he had this client who didn't want to do things the way he had established in his business to run. And that was to collect a deposit up front. This client said that he he was not going to pay a deposit, not even a materials deposit. So this client wanted Corbin to cover all the thin sets, all the grouts, all that stuff. And he didn't want to, he didn't even want to give him that. And so, you know, Corbin asked, you know, how can you respectfully decline a, a client? And I think this is a great subject um, we have to learn to say no. Saying no is, is one can be one of the hardest things. It seems for us tile guys, uh, tradesmen. You know, we we really want to help people, business owners in general. We want to help people, right? You and but you cannot help the world. You cannot help everybody. Not yet, anyways. And and you'll never be able to do it if if you're too busy, you know, tripping over your own feet to help every single person out there who wants a discount or who wants to tell you how to run your business. So Corbin said, how do you handle a homeowner refusing a deposit? I explained to him the reason I requested a deposit and informed him I have other projects I'm bidding as well. He says he's not comfortable with it. So he, the client was refusing to do the deposit. And so Corbin said, and rightfully so, I refused to purchase his material on my dime. Um, and this was a first for him. He's never had a homeowner refuse a deposit. I, I've never you know, experienced that either. I, I, you know, and I know some folks don't do deposits. That's your business. Um, but if you have established a rule for your company, I've found it's always best to follow those rules. Do not let the client start to dictate your business, the way you handle your business. I mean, unless your, your kids are hungry and you haven't, you know, you're about to lose your home. Um, just do not do it. We're way too busy right now to be t- letting people tell us how to run our businesses. And that's when things get off the rails. I've, I've made this mistake before. I implemented contracts and things were going really well. And then I, and then I you know, got lazy and busy and I stopped using my contracts. I stopped and, and things went off the rails for, for my company. Just, a, just one client, one bad client can really ruin a whole month or a whole year for you sometimes. So we had some great comments, you know, just walk away. Um, you know, Mark Christensen said, pass on it. I understand their side to an ex- to some extent, but, it, you know, mutual trust needs to be established right before we, co- before we actually commit to the project. If not, it, it's not the best fit for us. Um, Chris Sanchez said, customer is more comfortable with you paying for their materials out of your pocket. Walk away. So that's, that was the consensus of the group is walk away. Do not let these people dictate your, uh, your work, your, your business, really the way you handle your business. That is entirely up to you and your clients. They, if they, if they don't want to do it your way, they're not your clients. Simply put, uh, Rob Bauer says, sir, I supply the labor to produce the work. You supply the money. I'm not the bank. <laughs> and we could get into financing. There are some interesting ways. I mean, if this was a really large job with a li- really large deposit and a really extended timeline, right? You're, you're six months, uh, 12 months in advance. There are some ways to get around this. You know, you can have a, uh, I forget what they call it, uh, real estate, where you put the money in a third bank account where basically no one can touch that money um, unless it's agreed both parties and then you extract the money to buy the materials or whatever. And you can put the whole money, it's actually a, a brilliant way if you're if you're really getting into large jobs like you know, $50,000, $100,000 jobs. It's a brilliant way to handle business that you put the money in this bank account uh, my mind, the name of it is slipping. You'll, you'll probably tell me what it is. And um, you have a, a schedule of uh, um, when you take some of that money out to to finance the job. You should not be financing. In my opinion, you should not be financing your clients' jobs. I know, I know some of you do. Escrow account. Thank you, Jimmy Gladney. I appreciate it. Now, the title coach has something for us here. And then I got another question I'll answer. Uh, an office or a physical location helps give customers confidence that you are not going to take the money and run. 
this is a great point, uh, Isaac, and I appreciate this point. Not all of us can do or want to do that. So presenting yourself the most professional way you can is always the best idea. Logos on your shirts, on your hats, on your apparel, on your truck, contracts. These are all things that will put your client at ease. Lots of uh, customers who have given you five-star reviews, you know, social proof. These are all things that will put your customers on ease, even if you do not have a, a physical workshop. So all this stuff can be done. But I, I, I appreciate the input, Isaac, that, um, and I know, I know having, having your showroom, physical location, has helped your business grow a lot, and I appreciate that. Um, if anybody wants to learn more, reach out to Isaac. He's very, very open to talk business and share. Now, um, okay, oh, here, here we go. Uh, do we have any events or seminars coming up soon? Yeah, I, I would suggest, I, I want to tell you about the Tile Money um, seminars, Tile Money business workshops that I am planning here. It's been a couple of weeks since I gave you an update, and it was for a reason. And if you're just looking for general seminars, general knowledge, like I said, I would, I would recommend looking into Total Solutions Plus. Just Google that, Total Solutions Plus. It's next week. Um, they do have a, a minimal fee to attend, but this is, this is the largest um, business uh, event for tile contractors in the industry, Total Solutions Plus. And I went last year in Nashville. It was great. I mean, just days of, of great business talks. Now, my business seminars, my business workshops, I am planning, um, you know, my goal is to, to do 12 this year, or excuse me, next year, 2021. My goal is to do 12. We're going to launch with a two-day event in February uh, 17th, I believe it is, 16th and 17th, or the 17th and 18th in Orlando, Florida, at the World Marriott Center. I've been working all week with the World Marriott Center to uh, pin down the dates and the prices, and I've negotiated a price. We've got the rooms. This is a beautiful, beautiful hotel with a beautiful conference setting, very professional. Uh, we've got the rooms down to $199 for you guys um, for, for this event, and I'm going to be releasing uh, more information. If, if you're listening to this, check my website. I should It should be on the landing page. So by early next week, uh, with all you here with me today on the 23rd of October, by early next week, I should have this whole landing page together explaining just what we're going to cover, the topics we're going to cover, some of the speakers. My sponsors like GoBoard and uh, Ladacrete will be there. Uh, we'll have some some uh, they will present a, a few things like a um, a traditional booth. So we'll have some extended lunch hours so that you can visit these representatives. But they'll also be helping. The primary goal here and the primary primary reason for the Tile Money Business Workshops is to talk business and to talk to you, the the tile contractors out there. We're going to have some some seminars, some presentations from business experts. We're going to have some live podcasts recorded each day, I think, and we're going to have Q&A from the audience. Uh, we're going to, uh, this one, I have some fun things planned, but like I said, next week, look for this uh, page with all the information, and we've got a lot of people interested. We've already got, uh, I know Lotus Tiles bought her ticket, uh, Chris, Christine out of uh, Denver. She's excited. I know other people, Jimmy Gladden, he said he would be there, um, and we've got a lot of folks that have already kind of committed verbally to coming here to this. So I'm looking forward to this event. I'm looking forward to all these events with my great, with the help of my, my sponsors. We're going to be putting together uh, these business workshops and we're going to be traveling around the United States. Uh, we'll be in Salt Lake City. We'll be in Denver. We'll be on the East Coast up, up as far East as uh, Boston. And I've got, I've got about eight to nine different locations that I'm going to be releasing real soon. Throughout the year, um, we'll be cementing, you know, I'm going to try to stay three to six months in advance here. By March, I'm hoping to have all of them scheduled for you. So if you're on the West Coast or whatever. Yeah, Jimmy says, any any QuickBooks experts? Um, you know, we, we could arrange for that, uh, definitely. You know, the sooner... The sooner you you commit to this and tell me you're going to be there, we can we can arrange for some custom presentations for sure, Jimmy. Absolutely, it's um, you know we're we're building this. Uh, 
you know, to be to be frank, we're we're building this with you, uh, ba- you know, based on on what you want, and and that is what this is all about. And so we're going to be, you know, communicating a, a lot with the with the people who are attending and who say we're going to be there. But primarily, uh, we have five or six business subjects that we're going to be covering. And like I said, I'm going to release all this information next week on the landing page for February's. <clears throat> excuse me, for February's show. So I've got a frog in my throat. That means it's been about an hour. I appreciate everybody's support. I appreciate your comments. Thanks for being here. I hope this was helpful. This was uh, this was something that one of my patrons wanted me to talk about upselling things. I hope I did a good job for you. Uh, I appreciate your, uh, your comments and your contributions to this podcast. And if you want to become a Patreon, I will be creating uh, special content for patrons only, it's going to be shorter content, 10, 15 minute, really actionable stuff for you guys. Um, and then, of course, you you will have the first say on suggestions. If you want me to speak on a certain subject, if you want to be in, in, interviewed, you can become a Patreon. If you want to suggest interviews, you can become a patron. And all of uh, I will give I will be giving you first consideration with all these things because I am doing all of this for you, and I truly appreciate your support. Uh, I'm only continuing to do this because you're telling me it's helping, and you're telling me we're onto something. So I appreciate it. Thanks for being here, Jimmy. Thanks for that. I appreciate the encouragement. And um, that's it for me. I appreciate all of you and have a profitable week. If you're working this weekend, make damn sure you're charging a hell of a lot because weekends are for families. So if you do have to work, I understand sometimes, but make sure you're charging a premium if you're working on the weekends, guys. It's Friday, tomorrow's Saturday. Go out there and enjoy your families. Thank you, Lee, for your support. I appreciate you um, and your leadership qualities as well and your encouragement. All right, Tile friends, that's it for me. Have a great week and a great weekend and stay profitable out there.